Today's guest just touched my heart with the deep love he has for our Savior. Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Good day, Giant Builders. Today, our guest is Lincoln Kokoram, and he has the business, his business partners. Hi, Lincoln. How are you today? I'm good, Lois. How are you? It's good to be with Ahudia. Uh, thank you. I'm doing great. Thank you. So can you tell us a little bit about your business? Well, the my business is, the, the name of my business is His Business Partners, LLC. And I come from the Lord. I believe at this stage in my life, I have the freedom to be in His business, to do things according to His way and His guidance. And, and it's like a freedom coming out of the corporate environment mm-hmm. where, you know, you have your limited and restricted, that type of deal. So what I do is I coach. I coach leaders. I do life coaching. I, I speak. I keynote, did some keynote speaking workshops online and in person. Uh, my, my signature workshop, if I may say so, Mm-hmm. is my wit passion workshop and in that workshop it's based on my book with passion okay and it's based on the philosophy that people who have a passion for what they do will excel at what they do oh that's a good point and it's a choice Louis mm-hmm. it's a choice we have we all have feeling we all have a heart and we all have passion but we choose when to turn it up or when to turn it down. Mm-hmm. And then the, the thing, so, and then the other thing that I'm focusing on, two other, two other things I'm focusing on is, I'm a certified social and emotional intelligence profile coach. Louis, wow. I love, I love that tool. I love uh-huh. it. I am dissertified, I'm Bookman Method certified, you know, I'm inside out coaching certified, but this particular tool is, like, but nothing is all inclusive, but it's close mm-hmm. to, to being all inclusive. And, and I really like the structure. I, I like the, the reality of, and, how, and, the, and the easy application that, that the, the, the person who is being coached is not totally dependent on the coach. One of my, my personal goals, talk about giant builders, mm-hmm. I want to get people out as close as possible when they can coach themselves. Oh, that's good. Yeah. The, the faster that happens to me, I'm in a hallelujah kind of deal. That's my goal. If you if you go on my website, you're going to see the other page that says coach on demand. When you need me, call me. You know, I don't want to, be, I don't offer packages, Louis, because the human being is an individual. What will work for Louis is not going to work for Lincoln. And what somebody might learn in 30 minutes, some people might take 90 minutes. But, and you don't know mm-hmm. until you do a proper diagnosis. So one of my favorite saying is diagnose before you prescribe. Okay. Yeah, so in a nutshell, that's what I do. I also do some lay preaching. I do some Bible teaching. I teach a class every Wednesday night on Zoom. And this is so cool, man. I got a guy, a pastor guy from India. I got three 
participants from Barbados, the island of Barbados. I have three from Trinidad and Tobago, my home country. I got, I got a, 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 a young lady who I taught in elementary school who from Florida, and then a good friend from California and her daughter and another friend from uh, Texas. And it's growing organically. It's uh -huh. growing, and I love it. And I like to keep my group small so we have inter interaction and engagement. Yeah, I know I've been blessed to get to speak at UPS and at Delta Airlines and Cox Enterprises, to name a few places. Uh, my most recent development, you ask any Christian, do you share the gospel message? Yes. And, and the answer, you say yes. Good, good for you. You're an exception. Okay. But most, most of them will tell you, what? <laughs> I don't know how to do, do that. that. <laughs> yeah, that's not my job. That's the job of the preacher, the pastor, yeah. the elders and the deacons in the church. But Jesus didn't say apostles only go forth. He didn't. He said, everybody, go forth and share the gospel. Go into all the world. And people don't realize the moment you open your eyes in the morning, you are in the world. And with the technology today, you can reach people all over the world. Look at you in Indiana. I'm in about a thousand miles away. In, and we are talking together, smiling and interacting as if we're in the same room. So I, de I developed a workshop titled Sharing the Gospel Message. Oh, cool. What are some of your top ways to share? My, t You know, I, I found one-on-one -on -one, mm -hmm. to me is the most effective in a way to share. And now with Zoom, with the virtual, I love it. I, I, I've traveled so much, Louis. I've been all, all over the world except Africa. I've had enough of airplanes and hotel rooms <laughs> <laughs> and, and dining alone in a, in a restaurant. I've had enough of that. I'm not saying I'm not going to go, but it's not my preferred thing. Mm -hmm. You know, if I have to, I go. I was in the last live thing I did was in Sarasota, Florida, back in June. It was fun. It was, but it was just two nights. That was the cool thing, two nights. But you know, like when you're traveling to Thailand or Hong Kong, it's weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you're far away. So yeah, I love Zoom. I do uh, most of my one-on-one -on -one coaching is on Zoom. I do uh, quite a few webinars. Uh, well, I don't like to call them webinars, workshops, because I don't like dumping information on people. Mm -hmm. I want people to ask questions. I want for them to engage because I, I have come to realize people learn a lot from one another. Mm -hmm. That parallel learnings, you know, same level learning can be much more effective than top down. So, yeah. So what's your most popular seminar topic? What do people request a lot? With passion. With passion. Okay. Yeah. With passion. Where can we find that passion? It's on Amazon. The book is on Amazon. It's in Barnes and Noble. They got a, a Kindle version. If they want to order a signed copy, they can go on my website and okay. order it from there. The, the, yeah. Okay. Where can we find the passion within us? It's there. It's already there. 
That's you got to look exciting. <laughs> well, that's why the passion workshop, it comes with an assessment mm -hmm. to help you to find out where it is. And it's there for you to just, it's there just to turn it on. Just to turn it on is there. You have a heart, you have passion. Some people, they have learned to turn it down and, and for different reasons, they allow circumstances, situations, other people to shut them down. To shut them down. No. Take ownership. You only have one chance to live in this world. Make sure you're doing your best. He's giving, they're giving the rest of the world your best. Now you're really building giants and you yourself are a giant. Well, you're a giant too. Thank you, thank you. You're the best thing somebody could, could say to you is when they tell you, you the impact you made on them and you were not even aware that you were doing it. That is very yeah. cool. That is yeah. cool. When you do a coaching, what does the first meeting look like with you? Well, the, the coachee sets the agenda. Okay. It's about the coachee, it's not about me. So I want to find out, well, why are you talking to me? What are you looking for? What, what do, we, do you want to achieve from our discussions? What, what's going on? What, what, what are you, first, I like to focus on people's strength because it is, if, if you, it is your strength that brought you where you are today, not, not your weak. I don't like that word weaknesses, but it's a word we have to use, not your weaknesses. So we focus on your strength. Tell me, what are you good at? What do you like to do? What, do you, what are you looking forward to doing? And I'm taking notes. What you don't like to do, what, what you hate doing, because I like to coach people. There are, this is the world is not perfect. There will be things you don't like to do, but like you don't like what you're doing, like why you're doing it. Mm. You won't like you. Do, you may not like what you're doing, but like why you're doing it. A simple example, Louis. I love this, and this is true. I'm not making this up. Okay. When I was single, Louis, when I was single, I never make up the bed. On the end of the week, I will, when I'm changing the sheets, I make, then I make it up because my philosophy was, I'm going back in that bed tonight. Why should I make it up? I'm just, going, you know, it's more like for sure. Nobody's coming in here, you know. And then I got married to my wife, Vilma. Talk about a neat freak. <laughs> and so we made a deal that whoever got off the bed last, make it up. That was the arrangement, you know? Mm -hmm. So you know who's getting up first every morning? Me. Oh. <laughs> until, until, There's a reason. Until, yeah, Louis, until one Saturday morning she got me. I slept in. And now I'm looking at this bed, Louis, and I'm thinking, oh my God, what a waste of energy. What a waste of time. We're going to go back in that, this bed. And, but then... That's the what, the why. Happy wife, happy life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's the other thing. When you start focusing on other people and doing things to other people, the passion comes up. And so I made a, a switch in my mindset. I'm going to show this girl how to make up a bed. And you should see me that day. Just making sure there's no creases in the bed, no little wrinkles or anything. And guess what, Louis? I don't know. If I, under, I heard it's a good thing. 14 pillows on the bed. 
So I had to use my visualization to remember where each one is, make sure they're coordinated, and then I step away. And this is another thing I coach people, celebrate your accomplishments. Don't wait, look for the big thing. You're not going to win the lottery. <laughs> celebrate your little things, man. And I celebrated that. Yeah, and guess what? Now I'm working, I'm on my own. I'm working from home. I get to do it every day. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it was joy, it's not work. You see, that's the other thing. I tell people, stop going to work. Go to perform. Mm -hmm. It's a whole different mindset. It is. That's what you're getting paid for, to perform. And then I tell employees, see you stop employing employees. Start employing trusted business partners. Because they bring some value into your company. They bring their personality. They bring their talent. They bring their skill, their knowledge. You pay them for it to perform. To perform. Mm -hmm. And life is a stage, Lewis. Right now, you and I, we are performing. It's a stage. People are looking at us and they're making judgment. That's why you got to be, you're the star in the movie of your life. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, make every day an Oscar winning performance. Lincoln, what brought you to America? Well, Lewis, good question. And the, the answer to that is I did not choose to come here. I was imported into the United States. It was never a dream or desire for me to come here. But in 1984, I was vice president of Junior Chamber International. And I was campaigning for executive vice president. Junior Chamber International is a nonprofit organization, voluntary organization, leadership development. And I, I've been, I was, a, I was like a, a second career for me. And I was campaigning for executive vice president. And in the month of June, 1984, I got a phone call from the world headquarters, which at the time was based in Coral Gables, Florida. And the secretary general was a guy named Richard Hayward. And the conversation went something like this. Hey, Lincoln, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Richard. What can I do for you? That's kind of like the first thing that comes out of my mouth when somebody called me, what can I do for you? And he said, well, Lincoln, we know you're running for executive vice president. And we know if you run, you're going to win. Everybody loves you. You've done a great job for us. But, and Lois, you know, when you're having a conversation with somebody and they say, but, yeah. and tell you better go up, you know. He said, but we need a director of training at the world headquarters. And we've looked around and we would like for you to be that person. Lewis, I did not even know that they were looking for, I did not even know, I, as I said, I, I had no desire. I was doing great in Trinidad. And I said, well, you know, I appreciate that, but I need to think about this. Can I give me a, a, a couple of days and I'll, I'll call you back? He said, yeah. Now, here is the timing. You talk about timing in life. Mm -hmm. I had just gotten divorced. And I'm not a fighter. And I don't hold on to material things because I'm not going to take anything with me when I go to heaven. So I prayed about it. And I got the sense that the Lord said to me, go, you need a break. Cut a long story short, March 7, 1985, I landed in Miami International Airport with two suitcases in my hand. And the rest is history, as they say, you know. I, it was, it, to me, that was a, a big blessing. You know, everything I touched, every project they gave me just turned into gold. 
yesterday, and I was, this is, I'm doing this for the first time. I mean, I have an education background. I was a school teacher. I did a lot of, you know, speaking and teaching adults when I was vice president and traveling all over the place. But full time, your job. And then I went, they sent me all over the world. The only continent I didn't get to go to was Africa. Mm-hmm. And, and that experience was like having a PhD in, in sociology because you're, you're inserted in the culture. Mm, yes. You're in the culture and interacting with the people in the culture. I'm talking about places like Papua New Guinea, Indonesia, Thailand, you know, Australia. Those type of Hong Kong, Japan, and it was amazing. I loved every moment. The people appreciated me, uh, and I touched many, many souls, many, many countless souls. So yeah, that and that was a three-year contract. I got remarried to my current wife in '86. We had two boys. So when the contract was over, I could have gone back to Trinidad. But my wife and two kids who were born here, they had no desire. <laughs> <laughs> they had no desire to go back. So I didn't want to be separated from my family. Right. So I made a decision, I'm going to stay. And I did a couple of things and the Lord took care of us and we became citizens. And one thing led to another. And it, it's an amazing journey. It's an amazing journey. I can see the, the you know, the, that that Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, I'm living testimony. Mm-hmm. In his heart, a man makes his plans, but the Lord guides his footsteps. Amazing. Yep. So that's how I got here. And that's, you know, um, I, the first 10 years of my time in the United States was in Miami, Florida. Then I got, I was a territory sales manager. I got a, promoted to district sales manager. And they relocated, um, First Data Corporation relocated me to Houston, Texas. I spent three and a half years there. And then a competitor stole me and, re- and locate me, re- relocated me to Atlanta. And I came here in 98. So, and I've been here since. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Well, that's a great story. So where was your favorite country to visit? Hmm. Louis, people ask that question a lot, but every country, <laughs> every country has this unique uh-huh. beauty. And you know, no two countries are identical. Uh, and I, I kind of loved all of the countries that, you know, like Bermuda, the Bahamas, you know, they're all different. I'm an island person, so I become a preference to the, the islands, you know, the, the Netherlands, Antilles, like Bonaire and Curacao and those, those islands. So it's hard to nail down a favorite, you know, country. I've, I've had good times, made good friends in every country I've been to. So I, I, I really don't. I prefer not to answer that question. Okay. That's What's fine. my That's favorite fine. country? My favorite country is Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to going back, you know, home and visit my uh-huh. home country. Okay. Yeah. How can one motivate themselves in the morning to have a more fulfilling day? You're going to develop a routine. Okay. 
People form habits, then habits form people. And we are creatures of habit. A routine. Some people, their routine is they head for the gym. They start their day. I start my day on my knees and, and with my Bible and my daily devotion guide. And that sets the tone for the rest of the day. So find your routine. Find what works for you. Find what works for you. you you've got to try different things until you find what works for you. Because it's about you. Every individual in this world is different. Find what, what, what sets you on fire. What gives you peace. And as I said, for me and for quite a few people I know, start your day with prayer and, devo and devotion. Mm -hmm. Every day. Every day. Well, it makes a and, difference in my day. Yeah. yeah. Big, big difference. Mm -hmm. if, I, if I miss a day, I feel something is missing and something is lacking kind of deal. You know, no matter where I go, I'm, I, you know, you set your clock. Mm -hmm. to alarm. It's, it becomes such a habit now, I don't need an alarm anymore. <laughs> yeah. You just wake up at that six o'clock in the morning and and do my devotion. Mm -hmm. And it's not a hurried thing. It's not a hurried thing. It's a and it's a one-on-one -on -one time with the Heavenly Father. And and what a what a blessing that He will let me come in His presence and have a conversation with me. Most of my ideas. Like when I'm reading the Bible, I have my notebook right next to me, mm -hmm. and I'm and the inspiration comes and take take notes because I I have two ministries that I do and it's all inspired. I have a group of people who Monday to Friday, every Monday to Friday, I do a Bible verse for the day, mm. and I send it out. Now everybody on that list is about close to 300 people. I, I'm not a numbers guy. It's organic. They, they want to be on the list. And the last thing I do before I go to bed at night is I will set it up on constant contact. I will put the Bible in my hand and I will pray and ask the Lord, show me the verse you want me to share with your people. Louis, I open the Bible and I'm looking on my eye. So sometimes I'm typing the verse and I'm thinking, what am I going to say about this? But he feeds me. He feeds me. And I'm, I'm fed also. And a lot of people say, I needed this verse today. Mm -hmm. That makes my day. And oh, then it's evolved into a prayer request. We pray for people who we don't even know. All. So that's the Monday to Friday. Then I do a Tuesday. I call it my Tuesday RAT. R-A-T tip. Now, R-A-T stands for Retain, Apply, Transfer. Oh, okay. Now, this tip is more like a life tip, business tip. Like like um today's yeah today's Tuesday today's tip was one more dot 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 and I'm encouraging people when you're tempted to give up take one more shot oh okay take one more shot you know like things that people like to do things in tens do elevens you want to be exceptional you want to do better be exceptional. You know, like when I'm doing my little exercise, I don't do 10 reps. I do 12. Kind of deal. One more. Like, you know, you, you, you've you been trying to 
reach a prospect or a client and they keep you're not getting through and now you're tempted to give up, make one more call. You never know that might be the call. So that was uh, in a nutshell what today's tip was all about. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and the verse for today was about, you know, guard your, your mouth. Guard your mouth, your tongue, what you speak, because a word can be more hurtful than a, than a dagger in, in somebody's heart. Mm -hmm. So be careful what you say. And you cannot recall a spoken word, like how you can recall an email. You can't do that. Once you said it, it's, it's, and the effect is there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those, those two things I do every day. Anybody who would like to receive it, all you have to do is send me an email and say, put me on the list. Okay. We'll put those links in the week. <laughs> so any closing thoughts? Closing thoughts, you know, and your, your, the title of your podcast is Giant Builders. Mm -hmm. Start with you. Start with you. You are a giant in your own person. The, in the, I googled the, um, the world population. It came up to 7.753 billion. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there are about 3 million that haven't counted yet. So we can round it up to 8 billion people in the world. Louis, yeah. of the 8 billion people in the world, there's only one Louis Wyant. There's only one Lincoln Cochran. Be that one. Be unique. Be unique, Lewis. Be the best you that you were designed to be. And there, this is one of my favorite clothing poems. When I And the title of the poem is Builders. And I just thought that this might be a good way to clothe being giant builders. Okay. And it goes something like this. You know, I watched them tearing a building down. A gang of men in a busy town. I asked the foreman. And these men skilled, the men you'd hire if you had to build? He gave a laugh and said, no, indeed. Common labor is all I need. I can easily wreck in a day or two what builders have taken years to do. So I thought to myself as I walked away, which of these roles have I tried to play? Am I the builder who works with care, measuring life by the rule and square? Or am I the wrecker who walks the town breaking down walls and everything else in the world. Be a builder. Your life, you build in your life. The day you stop building, you start dying. Mm. The day you stop building, you start dying. Choose to be a builder and it starts with you. Build your own life. Don't depend on other people. Build your own life. You can do it. You can do it. And, and that I always like to close with you and the star in the movie of your life. Nobody can play Louis Wyant better than Louis Wyant. Make every day an Oscar winning performance. Well, thank you. That was a great closing. All right, thank giant you. builders, be your star. See you next time. Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. <laughs>